we're still alive. It's episode 117 of the PS Nation podcast. Mark Sanger, Glenn Percival, and guess what? The name is Martin. You asked for me to be brought here. Martin's here. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? How is it on the moon? Sweet. Yeah, glad to be back. Glad to be home, yeah. kind of. Was your Mothra flight home safe? <laughs> yeah, it was what? Uh, in total, it was about 18 hours. Ugh, holy shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tiring, man. And The most annoying thing, as soon as I got on the plane and I sat down, the the idiot in front of me decided, we haven't even taken off yet. We, we, we were still like on the runway. Decided to like, drop a seat back straight away. Oh, jeez. And I was like, what the hell? Like we haven't even taxied yet. We haven't even taken off, and and she's oh dropped God. the seat back straight away. So I I, I pressed the um, I pressed the call sign to get the stewardess to come and and like make her move her seat. And then she started complaining, saying like, "Oh, she had the right to like recline her seat and stuff." I was like, "What the fuck?" What? So, so she was a bitch through the entire what thirteen hours of the flight, constantly. So- she, yeah, man, I was. She was well just training you to get back to your to your wife. Kidding. Probably. Wow. Maybe it was the wife in disguise. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll we'll no FedEx way. you some IHOP so you feel better. Yeah, IHOP. Oh, how I miss thee. <laughs> how I miss thee. <laughs> I've never seen all such a small breakfast? guy eat so much food. Yeah, I know, but come on, all day breakfast. Who can give up that? Very true. That's what we love about America. All day breakfast. Damn. <laughs> I miss. Thanks for introducing me to that, though. That was uh, it was amazing. How do we define that so that no first time? Did we just see it? I, I think we were, don't remember. We, wasn't I just we driving around and we're like, hey, I hop. Yeah, I think we would uh, Zaku, right? And we just saw it yeah. as we were driving past. And Zaku went, I hop! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we got to see a dude wear like some weird Mickey Mouse gloves and put a uh, Nemo hat a Nemo hat on while he was on the bus and <laughs> just flipping out yeah he was doing like techno dance <laughs> raves on the bus I think it was the Numa Numa guy I'm not sure oh that was, uh, that was great <laughs> no he's a little bigger uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna kinda go over some E3 stuff with Martin later on in the show but uh, we've got our new releases um, Blu-ray new releases a little bit of news uh, some emails a review of Sacred 2 Fallen Angel, a text of Francois review of Cross Edge, uh, and also Mark's going to throw some thoughts in there as well. Uh, a review of Secret Agent Clank for PS2. Uh, like I said, some thoughts from uh, E3 with Martin online here now, and uh, what we've been playing. So we've got quite a bit of stuff to talk about today. Uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. plus, Martin's here. Martin! He's so crazy. Trophies, yo! <laughs> 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 hey, does they get another trophy for surviving our snoring in stereo? Oh man! There we go. <laughs> I think that was a platinum. You know, I, I've got. <laughs> I should get. I should get a platinum for that. That was some. That was some amazing snoring on by you two guys. It was unbelievable. It was I like know. being in a tornado. It was. It was amazing. <laughs> I've been practicing for thirty six years to hone that craft. You know, oh, I man. might send you the audio file so you can put it on the podcast. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> you should. <laughs> Stereo snoring. It was yeah, good, good, good. Oh uh, <laughs> ah, well, it made it more man. fun because I, I mean, even when 
Glenn Snor and me and Mark were just sitting there pissing ourselves laughing because it was that funny. <laughs> and right. then when Mark fell asleep, it was funny just for me just to sit there listening to like this stereo of snoring. So, Well, I thought it was just funny that you guys were making fun of me for doing what I always do where I kind of fall asleep, then wake up, then fall asleep, then wake up. And, and then Mark's doing the same fucking thing the next night. Yeah. And it was just as funny. Yeah. <laughs> Except in his clothes. Yeah, in his clothes because he was... Yeah. Dumb. It's funny though yeah. because even when you're sleeping and stuff and you're snoring and we're talking about you, you still know we're talking about you and you're flipping us the bed. <laughs> yeah. While snoring and I'm like, what? I'm like a fucking. It was ninja. quite impressive. He's asleep when he's giving me <laughs> the I'm like, I'm like a big fat ninja. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. All right. Yeah, well, I was actually I was supposed times. to get a a sleep study next week. Because I'm actually going to try to take care of the snoring after E3, of course. Of course. But I just found out it's going to cost as much as the trip to E3 costs oh. to do it. And that's Ouch. after insurance. So not positive I'm still going to do it, even though it's for the betterment of my health. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, screw your health. Go to McDonald's. For the greater good. No. Hey, I'm not in bad health other than that. My cholesterol was amazingly good, which I'm really surprised about because I eat like shit. <laughs> Did you get it checked after E3? Yeah, I had a, a checkup on Monday. Wow, because we eat like shit. I know. <laughs> like, my, my good cholesterol is really high, and my bad cholesterol is super low. I don't even know how the fuck that happened. There we go. Go to IHOP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, IHOP. Oh, savior. Yeah, well, the savior in many ways. Because uh, we didn't have anywhere to eat really around where, I, we, uh, or where we were staying, unless you wanted to get mugged. Yeah, I wanted to go back mm-hmm. into the ghetto and uh, go to some more Mexican places. They were sweet. Well, I just want to see if they have a different <laughs> door person at the Seven Eleven every night. Yeah, that, that, that was, was my yeah, that was my aim. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're rambling way too much. Uh, Mark, new releases, and then uh, we'll get to the Blu-ray new releases. Okie dokie. Uh, well, I suppose we don't actually have to cover the stuff we missed this last week for new releases, huh? Yeah, I don't think you since need you know they're already out. <laughs> exactly. Hey, by the way, prototypes out. What? Yay! It's Infamous Light. I don't know. People have actually been saying it's pretty good. Uh, Jim Sterling saying it's better than Infamous, but I kind of have a different opinion so far. What do you think, oh, fake I've Jim read Sterling? I, IGN say the opposite. <laughs> I um, what do I? Th- I've only played about two or three hours, but um, it's cool. The city looks cool and everything, but uh, I think the controls better in Infamous and. Infamous just seems like a tighter game where, like, the controls are tighter, and I like the story a lot more. Prototype, well, the first thing is, it's it's making me run everywhere. Like, you gotta run all the way across the freaking island for everything. Uh, So you're just running. I mean, yeah, it's cool that you can run up a building, but after the 80th time, it gets a little old. And Martin's got a bad mic. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Sorry, that was Martha flying. I mean, it's a good-looking game, but if people, <laughs> if if there's reviewers out there that that gave or let, like knocked points off of Infamous for some of the pop in, and they don't knock it off of this game for the pop in, then they're obviously you know stilted in one way or the other because this actually I would say it has more stuff that pops in, but you also have a really good uh, view distance, so it's kind of a trade off. But I don't know, I just I kind of like Infamous just the aesthetic a lot more i think the the visuals are a lot better and i don't know I, I, like i said i've only played a couple hours so but they're very different games i, I don't know 
I, I really don't like the fact that it's being compared as much as it is. Hmm. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Drink. On to new releases. I just did. Uh, we've got PS2, Ghostbusters, and Guitar Hero Smash Hits. And for PS3, we have the exact same thing. Yay, Ghostbusters. So, I saw Jem playing it today, that bastard. Oh, how'd he get it already? Well, he's in the future. That's true. And Atari just ignores us. No kidding. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Yeah. Are you buying it? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely getting that game. I loved it. I played it yeah, I think, three I, times I'm gonna the, get it at too. E3. I loved it when I was playing it at E3. Cool, cool. Um, all right, Blu-ray. Burn Notice Season 2 out on Blu-ray. Awesome Sweet. show. I know someone just made it one of his favorites on, on Facebook. <coughs> Who's that? Um, yeah, somebody that's on the moon. Uh, a great movie. I don't know if you really need it on Blu-ray, though, because it's in black and white, but Dr. Strangelove, uh, which is just a fantastic movie, one of my all-time favorites. Um, uh, Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th, Part 2 and 3. Uh, Ghostbusters on Blu-ray. I think there's a special edition that has something to do with the game as well. I, I couldn't find mm. like the definitive, but I thought there was like a crossover with the game somewhere. Well, let's see. Hmm. Oh, gee, Lost. Complete first and second seasons on Blu-ray. Fuck first yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for the whole box set once the show is done. I should just give you my DVDs for season one and two. I really don't want to watch them anymore. Do it. Uh, well, we'll see. Oh, Spaceballs, one of my all-time favorites. And uh, Striking Distance, pretty good movie. Good good suspense thriller. Uh, actually had a good twist to it. So, yeah, some good stuff this week. Nothing mind-blowing, but uh, some good stuff. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, news. We had some pretty interesting news this week. Like some stuff that's yes, actually we did. surprising. Uh, do you want to do the first one? Is that me or Martin? Well, Martin doesn't have I all the stuff open. I got to read off my so. iPhone. I can't oh, read that's it. right. Yeah. So it's just you and I, Martin. Martin's just kind of Mar- there to fart in the microphone from the moon. And give cheeky Wait. comments. <laughs> and give cheeky comments. <laughs> I, well, I am an Englishman. <laughs> best, I should have put. I thought you were should have put yakety sacks on the on the stuff this week. <laughs> Don't we have news music? Do you want yeah, some but I always forget music? to put it That'll on. Do. Well, that's what yakety sacks is. Oh, is it? Yeah, yakety sacks is the name of the song for Benny Hill. Oh, okay, okay. Well, maybe <laughs> I can uh, I can hook you guys up. <laughs> the more you know Bring. all right uh, all right you first uh, news story the majority of the psp back catalog games should be available for download october october 1st and all first party titles thereafter uh this news comes directly from professor playstation and for those who you don't know professor playstation is jeff rubenstein from the playstation blog uh, he talked to some dudes at Destructoid and apparently told them that the majority of titles would be available for download. Um, he said that it was the majority and not just first party that he was talking about. So let's hope that's true and let's hope they have some sort of voucher system for existing UMD copies. Yeah, they, you know, Brian Keltner says there's something in the works, so we can only believe yeah. it as far as we've heard. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't. Um, I'm not. Are you guys gonna like, be picking up the, my PS- breath? the PSP Go? 
Because I am. <sighs> I really, really want to, but I kind of talked myself out of it on last week's show when yeah, I, we yeah, started but... like <laughs> talking price, and I'm like, I love it, but $250 for something we actually own two of now that just can't, I can't see doing it. Unless, like, if they can do the UMD swap thing, that might actually sway me into doing it. Because then maybe I'd actually trade my old one in for it. But I don't know. I'm undecided at this point. Yeah. I still contend the price is too high. As does mm-hmm. everyone else in the known universe except for everybody at Sony. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll get one, though, because I'm a sucker. Uh, yep. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we were just talking about this game, but the... Of course, PS3 version of Prototype features an installation bug. Now, it's not a bug, it's a feature. Uh, there is a workaround. This happened, I think, with, uh, I want to say Ratchet and Clank, if I remember correctly. Oh, Basically, yeah, I think Prototype you're right. gives you any problems installing, you need to change the amount of data on your hard disk space one way or another by about 700 megabytes or more. Uh, so a couple of things that on Joystick here that they recommend is, hey, download the... Uh, demo for Infamous, or like maybe delete some videos or whatever else. Uh, it worked just fine on my machine, though, so I don't know what the cause is, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But if you have that problem, uh, that's all you need to do is like change the amount of data on your hard drive by about 700 meg or more. That's so, so freaking There you go. It, they don't test this shit before it goes out? I just, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't either. Especially with <laughs> a game that got pushed back, it. what, a year? I don't know. Yeah, so it's good to see that the QA people are doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mark! Mark probably wants me to do the next one. <laughs> uh, Martin, did you? Did you have something to say? Yeah, right. Me? No. Oh, well, I mean, I was talking. To, well, not talking. I was uh, reading someone's uh, Facebook yesterday uh, regarding uh, Ghostbusters, and apparently that's a complete nightmare as well. Um, yeah, there's so many problems with that. So, yeah, look forward to a bunch of negative reviews when that one comes out because apparently nice. there's a whole bunch of things wrong with it. Well, IGN gave it an 8.5 already. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe the US one, but uh, it sounds like the European one's going through a, a bit of a bad, going through some bad times. I don't know. Some someone's really pissed off with it and can't wait till it gets out of the door. Do you know like yeah. what the problems are? No, they didn't go any, into any specifics, but they just said, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of problems with it, and uh, yeah, can't wait to, for it to get out of the door, but he, he says he can't see it huh. coming soon. So Lovely. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Great. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, on, on to better news, because actually I think this is great news, uh, and this is not, this is not uh, set in stone yet, but this is a pretty good rumor, and I think this is actually going to be... Uh, backed up here in a couple days, but uh, a new PS3 bundle that includes MLB 09 The Show and Quantum of Solace on Blu-ray is rumored to be hitting on June 21st, or I'm sorry, on June 14th. Uh, this will include the 80 gigabyte system, MLB 09 The Show and Quantum of Solace on Blu-ray for $399, uh, as well as MLB 09 The Show sold, and from seeing all the posts over on Operation Sports, I think this is actually a really, really good idea uh, as... For sports fans, MLB 09 The Show was actually kind of a system seller this year. So this is a great deal. You're getting uh, mm. a $50 or $60 game and a movie that costs roughly $20 to $30. It's way better than a price drop. 
No, I'm not saying that. But <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's a good bundle. I mean, it's not. It's it's not freaking you know <laughs> the first motor storm or the first resistance bundled in. This is a really good game, a great game, and a good movie. So oh, why don't they I bundle like a little it. big I, planet? I don't understand that, but who knows? But I still like this bundle. So there you go. As long as I like it, it, it that's what matters. Buy one. <laughs> I already have two PS3s. I don't need another one. <laughs> All right, next one, which is uh, pretty huge, actually. Yeah, EB Games is having a gigantic Guitar Hero and Rock Band sale. Doesn't this count for GameStop, too? Yeah. Um, I actually knew about this because 9Volt texted me the other night, and he's like, should I buy Rock Band 2 for $95? And I'm like, yes. So he did. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 9Volt. Uh, and uh, yeah, looking at the site now, wow. The uh, well, the Rock Band One bundle was selling really, really cheap. You can still get the PS3 version and PS2, and they're fifty or seventy. Uh, Three sixty on that one sold out. The Rock Band Two bundles are all sold out now. Wow! But yeah, that, that price uh, for Rock Band Two is huge. If you're not thinking about getting the Beatles one, yeah. Uh, Guitar Hero World Tour is all sold out. Huh. Craziness. That's the only way they can yeah. sell it out. Hey, oh, just kidding. Nah, like they so. restock these things so much. So even if you hear this and you're like, oh, crap, I wanted to jump on that. Keep checking back because they very well may get it back in stock. Yeah, for that crazy price, ass Rocky deal, though, so worth it. If I had an extra hundred bucks in my pocket, I probably would have bought the Rock Band 2 bundle just to get the new instruments. I was thinking about that, too. And then, um, you know, to sell the disc off or whatever. But um it's great for that rock band two set for that price because you're getting the better instruments and then you can either borrow somebody's rock band or go out and rent it i hate to say it but that's the best way to do it um or even go buy a used copy really cheap get that five dollar uh, download <laughs> off the off the store and you can pretty much take all the songs off the first game so yeah. that's an awesome deal especially considering how much we paid for it no kidding <laughs> now who's the second available in japan yet so still I'm still yeah wow Apparently they were doing a, a rewrite of the, uh, the the song lists and, and getting a load of Japanese uh, artists on there, but that's something I don't want. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not available over here, so that sucks. But you've got like Guitar Freaks and all those games that it ripped off to begin with, yeah. don't you? Yeah, we got those, but they're all on PlayStation One and Two. They're not on PS3 or 360. We've got uh, what is it, Guitar Hero? That's crap. So, Indeed. Yeah, it's. I haven't even got a choice. It's well, the choice I have is import it, and I ain't importing that fucking huge box because it's. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the post is going to be a nightmare. So you should have bought it while so. you were here and used that as your carry-on. Dude, remember when we tried to go to GameStop and we got there? <laughs> yeah, what the hell is it with with California? Their GameStops. They all close at like six no and idea. seven o'clock. It's bullshit. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, so we we didn't even get a chance to get to one uh, to uh, to an open one. So yeah, there's no way I was going to be able to bring one home. Oh, we would have so, gotten yeah. new ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Oh well, doesn't matter. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take. Uh, actually, we want to do the emails and then take the break. We're only like sure. 15 minutes in. So all right. <laughs> you want to break after emails 15 and then we'll take minutes? Nah, nah, let's, let's do email. This shit's tiring. 
Oh, oh no, right. sitting, sitting okay? on my ass, talking is hard. Oh, hey. oh, oh, oh. Hey. that's what she said. Hey. <laughs> I need a snack. <laughs> anyway, all right, uh, let's go emails. I'll do the first one, I guess. Um, this is from, who is it, Ringo Starr? <laughs> Why would you want that name? Hey, let's let Ringo sing a song, huh? We're that high. Uh, he says, Greetings, PS Nation podcast. Although, with all your talk of Wii games recently, shouldn't you be called Wii Nation? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Wii's getting some good Wii shit. Games. Uh, anyway, I just want to say thanks for the excellent podcast and the live Twittering. Great work on the new website, too. Uh, that was all us, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't uh, our... What are your... What's that? Huh? It wasn't... You know, it was Henry. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. That's why I was joking. Uh, what are your opinions of the new PlayStation motion control? Uh-oh. Uh, while undoubtedly impressive after a shaky start, and great to see it live on stage, but do you think this could be implemented into games properly? What I mean is, no doubt, there will be lots of novelty games like like in the tech demo shown at E3, but will every major game try to include it and make a hash of things like Six Axis, or perhaps only Sony published games will have it, a full grasp of it? Uh, although with without a proper name, Sony seemed to have missed out on a trick. I think that the PS3 motion control should have stolen Natal's thunder, but I don't think it did because while Natal is a bad name, Sony's PS3 motion control thingy is much worse. Uh, now most websites are Natal this and Natal that. Don't get me wrong, I love the idea and the Sony presentation in general, but the PR sucked and I worry about how well this will work in the real world. Sorry for the long email. Keep up the good work. Peace and love. Ringo Starr. Um, so, Martin, what do you think of all the motion control stuff? Wow. Um, I was kind of impressed with the Microsoft stuff, but it's a thing to get. I need You need hands-on with it, you know, to, in order to give you a real a real uh, impression of it. But, I mean, from, from what they've shown, it looks cool, but... I, to be honest, I don't want to be standing in front of my TV waving my arms around like a crazy person because someone's going to come past <laughs> and uh, put me in a straitjacket and take me to a room with white walls, and I don't particularly want that. So, mm, yeah. But, I mean, the Sony one, I liked, from what I saw, I like I liked the look of it better because it's tactile. There's something to hold, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I want, well, that was one I want, thing I was so thinking I about, too. I don't that, want to be sitting um, in front of my TV, but pretending to to like drive a car in like thin air because there's no it's it's not tactile. There's nothing there to to hold, you know. I I, yeah. I need something to hold, and if I've got a controller uh, like the ones, it's it's more to me. It's more tactile. It feels like I'm actually doing something. So I mean, with uh, Natal, how, how are you like like if you're doing a racing game? How are you braking and accelerating? Does it just automatically accelerate or, or what? No, they said that it will tell. actually, it'll read you moving your foot. But I just don't. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, how can I, it and read I your agree. foot if you're standing directly in front of a camera and it, it's a silhouette? How can it see yeah. the movements of your foot moving if it's a silhouette? You know? Well, and actually, that's, that's what I was thinking about the other day is that, like, what if you're even like playing a baseball game, let's say, and you're doing the pitching motion? Do you have to open your hand at the very right moment for the ball to be released? Or, yes. Yeah. I mean, even like, well, how about the bow and arrow thing that, that Nintendo and uh, Sony both used? 
How does Natal know when you're releasing the arrow? Is it going to be that sensitive? So I agree that you need to have a button in your hand, you know, and it, it, that actually didn't really occur to me until I got back to back from E3. But we talked about this. A, well, I was on um, All Games Live on Monday quite a bit, and we were talking about this pretty heavily too. But, you know, the PSI does a lot of the stuff that Natal does now. It has a microphone. It has fo- face recognition. I mean, the the photo app that's been on the PS3 since the beginning has photo rec- or face recognition. Um, it also, like the new photo software, has even better recognition where it can tell if you're happy or sad or whatever else. It'll actually categorize your photos by your mood. And it will recognize who is, is, is in what picture, and you can categorize by that person, too. So a lot of this stuff is actually by software. What the Natal does is it actually has, you know, the Z sensor where it actually senses depth as well. So I, I, I think a lot of this is, is hype because I think a lot of it can be done even with the PSI without the, the controllers in your hand when you really think about it. I mean, we've got games today that you can use your hands on the PSI to move things on the screen. Even had on the old camera. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, by the looks of, you've seen iPad, right? Yeah. Yep. Have you That's seen the closest the I'll ever get to having a monkey. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what was the, What was inside? Did you just say it's the closest thing you'll ever get to spanking your monkey? No, to having a monkey. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Sorry, I thought you said spanking a monkey. It's like, oh, okay. Right, yeah, no. Well, the i was it iPad? From the video, it looks like it's got some kind of depth to it also because like they're petting it and yeah. they're playing with um I know that they're dropping like toys onto it and stuff and they're controlling uh, like a plane with the iPad uh on the plane and stuff, right? And it looks like it's got some kind of depth to it already and it's that's just using the camera. Well, not even just that, it's got recognition. I mean, they had yeah, that one demo they showed where they well, drew yeah. the tank on it and the, and the tank was usable. But also right in the iPad video, there's there's recognition there as well where you show a picture that you drew, the monkey grabs it and starts coloring it in and doing all these things with it. So, again, I think it's a lot of a lot of PR work on Natal that's making it look like it, it does more than the, other, um, than the other technologies. But really, it's a lot of software. And, and I think that's where Sony needs to... If Sony's serious about this then I think they need to get serious about making sure that they show, hey, our technology does a lot of this stuff as well, and you don't even need our little controllers to do a lot of the stuff. So it just depends on how, how focused they're going to be on it or if they just rolled it up because they were like, well, you know, we have this too. So that's what I'm just curious about. <laughs> what do you think, Mark? You don't even think about it. Yeah, I do, because i actually been discussing this with a lot of people who were asking me about E3. I, I'm not sold on either one, and I think I mentioned that oh, last either. or last week or last episode or whatever. It, I don't know. They just they really do seem like me too motion control solutions for them because they want to eat the Wii market, and that like until I see some actual games I want to play, I'm not really going to care. I I just can't see myself doing that. I thought motion control was the coolest gimmick when I got a Wii when it came out. But I was sick of it after like two months. And then, you know, I went from like jumping around the room playing Wii Sports Tennis to just sitting on the couch waggling, basically. And that, uh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, it does. Waggling. That's why I said it. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
like I had said, you know, I'm going to have to rearrange my fucking living room if I want to use the Natal so it can, like, see all of me. Otherwise, there's going to be a coffee table in the way of my foot while I'm trying to hit the gas in Forza 3. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Like, the there's impressions I read... Great lawsuits, though, don't you think? I mean, the Wii had the lawsuits oh. with the, the uh, Wiimotes and yeah. the TV, but now Natal's going to have, like, lawsuits with, like, oh, I just punted my dog out the window. Yeah, you know? seriously. <laughs> it's be I was trying to get Natal to recognize my dog, and, and it told me to the- kick it. <laughs> God. And I do what Natal but says, I- all bow down to Natal. The, you know, the, the impressions I've read said that the Natal stuff works really well. You know, like Forza 3, it took a little while to get used to holding your hands up like you're like holding a steering wheel, but it worked. And well, I think that's really impressive that, that it can do that. Who wants to huh? do that for an extended period of time? Just hold your hands well, out. That's it, too. Like, all Microsoft showed me was mini games and casual games and pedophile games. And I just <laughs> don't I've got a puppy. have any interest in that. And, like, Sony didn't show any games. But I think they did a decent job of showing me ways you could use it in games I'd want to play. Right. But then theirs was just a, a flat-out tech demo. Right. Yeah. So, the- I... If they could use know. the first-person shooter, I think it could be interesting because they showed you with the guy with the gun. Yeah, yeah, it works so well. In that the could conduit. be neat. Yeah, I mean, that, well, it worked well okay. in Metroid Prime Three. That's true. So I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I got to get my hands on these things and actually try them before I can even say if I think they'll work. And I think I said last week I already have the the PS3 i camera. So chances are, if they come out with like the little wands with the bulbs on the end by themselves, I'll probably pick them up just to play around with it, just so I can you know talk about it on the show. But I'm not sold on either one of these by any means. Well, just think, you could get an like a simulator to be an air traffic controller. You know, the guy out on the runway with there the, you know, go. the park planes. That'd be amazing. <laughs> is that your, like, no, was that your, the job that you wanted to do when you were a kid? An air traffic controller. <laughs> <laughs> it's come true, I wanted to, daddy, daddy. I wanted to be a burden on society, and it's come true. <laughs> uh, I'm, just Man, right. looking for the, I'm just looking for the video at the moment of... Uh, of the uh, of the demonstration of the oh, bollocks fucking Christ <laughs> yeah don't pay attention to us or anything Martin go watch videos no 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 I'm, I was because I, I, I wanted to I wanted to see what, what other stuff that they were demonstrating in the uh, well for the- it, it still cracked me up and I, we're way off topic here but it still cracked me up with that Natal video where it was literally a copy of a Wii video like sh- you know showing everybody in the, in yeah. the living room oh, it was. this is so great and doing this I was like wow did they just literally copy the Wii videos? Uh, anyway. They All did. Right, Mark, and like, that's part one. of the reason I actually liked Sony's a little better, because it seemed more yeah. real. I mean, it helped that we were in the fourth row watching the... these guys demo it right in front of us. That's true. <laughs> there, was, I mean, yeah. there was some neat yeah, stuff I, on, I, the, on the Sony one, but... It just seemed a lot more mm. fun, and as I said, tactile as well. There's something to hold, there's something that, that's, that's in your hand, and you, you can... F- I don't know... You, it feels. I don't know. It feels. It looks like it feels right instead of just doing nothing in front of a TV. You know? Well, I mean, I I'll, this is my last point. It, it looked the Sony one looked a lot smoother than the Wiimote, even with Wii Motion Plus. It didn't get all jumpy like Wii Motion Plus does. And I mean, we saw when uh, what's that guy's name, Kato or whatever, <laughs> when when he got on stage and they had the silhouette of him, and the legs were all freaking out the whole time. Remember, we were all we were all sitting in the room watching it. And oh, I mean, yeah, the yeah. tracking just wasn't there on that at all. His legs were freaking out. They were folding up underneath them. Now, again, this isn't 
finished technology, but at the same time, it just seemed like, I mean, we didn't see any of that glitchiness on the Sony one. The Wii stuff is pretty solid, but it's still, you know, it, it, it relies on this these infrared beams going out, and, and a lot of times they get blocked or whatever else. I mean, everybody here, everybody listening that's ever played a Wii, I guarantee you they've had one of those glitches in Wii Sports where you think you're bowling and all of a sudden it, the ball just doesn't do anything. Or if you're in tennis or baseball where it doesn't read your movements for whatever reason. So that's my last point about it. We're sp- we spend way too much on something that none of us care about. We don't, but it's it's the huge issue from this E3 because everybody has one now. True. Okay. All right. On to the next one. On to the next one. All right. Uh, <laughs> feel free to edit. Rambled a bit. Yeah, it doesn't look that bad. Ah. Boy, this one's the <laughs> last one. <laughs> Thanks for the great shows every week and the Twitterific E3 coverage. <laughs> With a push of PSN games on PS3, PSP, and PSP Go, do you think we could see some old game engine sequels to PS1 classics or other older games? I ask this because WiiWare is starting to put out sequels to older games with the older graphics slash game engines, such as Contra Rebirth, Gradius Rebirth, Final Fantasy IV, The After Years, and he knows it was originally a cell phone game. I would imagine these type of games would be very cheap to produce and would sell well, especially for the new PSP. For example, a continuation of FF7 or 8 or a new game based on those game engines would sell very well and be perfect for the PSP Go. Thanks to strong PSN, WiiWare, Xbox Arcade support, the time for nostalgic games has never been higher, especially considering they can ask $10 for a title without worrying about packaging and shipping. Fans are making sequels to old games, so why can't the big companies? And he gave us a link to something. Uh, oh, the cease and desist on all the Chrono Trigger fan mods and sequels. Ah, yes. Uh, was anything like this being talked about at E3? Do you think it's a possibility? Are game developers allowed to make new games that are formatted PS1 classics so they're playable on both PSP PS3? If they are, why don't we see more PSN games playable on both the PS3 and PSP? Uh, to add to this discussion, will PSN ever put out a virtual console with all the non-Nintendo console games to play with the PSP, PS3? WV06. Hmm. Uh, he brings up a good point, but they already kind of are doing that, just on a smaller scale, because we saw, like, Bionic Commando Rearmed and Mega Man... Well, right. that was, you know, updated graphics, but, like, Mega Man 9 was a true 8-bit sequel... And we've got the upcoming sequel to Vandal Hearts from the PS1. Even though it's not using the right. same engine, it's going to be a downloadable game. Um, I think this thing with the WiiWare games is that they can get away with the old graphics and old engines a lot better than the other systems can. Because if, like, as far as we know, Xbox Live has that requirement where everything has to be high def which is why there's right. always those filters on old arcade and like Genesis games that they put on there. Cause they, they tout that as the high def version, even though it's basically just smearing the sprites. Uh, as far as like PS one, like I don't think anybody would actually go back and use a PS one game engine to make something new. It just like, um, they're yeah. going to be working backwards basically. <laughs> True. But PS1 well, yeah. games are fully backward compatible on all PS3s, so if you were going to do it, that'd probably True. be the way to go. That, yeah. I think it's probably just, I mean, easier and cheaper to do an old sprite-based game on WiiWare than it would be to even do a rudimentary 3D game on any of the download systems. Obviously, I don't know for sure, but I'm just guessing. 
And a lot of it's just going to depend on how well some of these titles sell. Like, I don't know how well um, Gradius sold, or I'm sure Final Fantasy for the after years is going to sell pretty pretty damn good. Uh, Mega Man 9 sold incredibly well. So, Well, when you got people buying all three versions, yeah, it should sell well. Damn right. Uh, I don't know. We didn't see anything in E3, and I don't think anybody was even talking about it. I think when I was gushing to the Sega guys, I said, you guys got to get like a virtual console thing going at home, and they just yeah. smiled and nodded politely. Uh, <laughs> Who is this crazy guy? Get security. Yeah. You know, to a lot of us, it would make sense, but it always just comes down to money to these companies. Is it worth making a game like that, who are you going to get to do it? Because a lot of the old sprite artists and people who used to do these games have moved on. So, I I don't know. It's a good question. I think a lot of us retro fans would love to see it. But who knows if it'll ever happen. Yeah. It's also, I think you need the code as well, right? You can't just, like, get a disc and a disc. You need to, like, recode it somewhat. So you're going to need the original code. For anyone to say that the That's original true. code's not available is crazy, though. I mean, I hate to say it, but... Well, Sega managed to lose everywhere. it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, so, actually, it's not that crazy, because a lot of the games from like the PS1 Saturn era and before that, like companies weren't good about keeping archives of this stuff. True. So a lot of the code is gone, and they, they do have to just emulate it. That sucks. Mm. Yeah. We should run game no, companies. No, it, it would be nice to see something right? like that at home. Yeah. True. All right. We've rambled enough again. <laughs> uh, man, it sucks. Martin should actually be reading this one, too. Uh, this is from MikeyL64. He says, hi there. I'm writing to ask about the pricing of our products, the UK. Uh, Sony oh, seems to UK. seem to like ripping us UK customers off at the moment. Wow, this is written really weird. Uh, if you think you're getting ripped off with the price of the PSP Go, think again because we've got it way worse than you. It's priced at 230 pounds, which equates to nearly 370 dollars. Damn, this is just 30 pounds cheaper than the PS3, and it is 30 pounds more than an Xbox Live, Xbox Elite. Also, the PS2 is 100 pounds here and 100 dollars in the U.S. This just seems plain unfair to me. I understand that we have slightly more tax. But it doesn't make that much difference. My question is, why why do Sony rip us off in the UK? Uh, and then he says, PSP 3000 equals 140 pounds, which equals two, equals $224, uh, whereas the PSP Go is 230 pounds, which is equal to $368. Fuck. Uh, thanks. Uh, why do they do it? I have no idea. Anyone else? I, something to do with uh, mm. the cost of living, right? If you if you put uh, like a U.S. cost of living, like a, like monthly, how much you get paid, and then uh, to the U, uh, like someone in the U.K. and then see how much they get they get paid, it kind of balances out at the end of the day. Mm. It's, it's, really? It, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds weird, and, and it does. It, it pisses me off to see the uh, these these prices because uh, it, it does seem unfair. But it's something to do with the cost of living in both countries. And I, th- I think at the end of the day, when you work it all out, it it, it it's kind of similar, you know. I'm not, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, it, the, the the prices are ridiculous, and uh, something does need to be done about it. But it's not, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Very true. Shame. 
More than likely, you're right. So, all right. I mean, I mean, I, I had this discussion like a long time ago uh, on on some other podcast. Uh, I think now defunct because uh, it was crap anyway. But th- I think one of the hosts was actually it, they were actually saying that it was something to do with the, just just the cost of living. Um, so, mm. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, I, I know that the we get like was it seventeen point five percent tax on stuff, but yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know what else. I don't know what else could could uh, equate to the to the. It looks like they're blatantly price gouging, but I, I don't know. I mean, well, but to from me, what though, I hear, it's just those, that you have to those, pay for the queen. Yeah, but to be honest, that price doesn't seem high to me. I don't know why. Maybe I was earning too much when I was in the UK, but that much money <laughs> isn't isn't a whole lot of money. Jeez, you know, Danny Warbucks. I, if I if I put that into Japanese yen, it's still not a lot. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> that's because Moonbucks uh, takes a lot of it to to add up to everything else. I guess <laughs> so, but is it, I mean, it's funny. Like I was talking to Jem and um, we, we, uh, Jem Alexander, and we were both laughing at like at uh, how like. Americans perceive like you're getting ripped off when you go. Oh my god, this game's sixty bucks, but in the UK that's like thirty-five pound. And uh, we would love games to be that cheap, you know. And, and when you keep like, when a lot of people in the states keep complaining about, oh, this this is sixty dollars, or or this DLC is ten bucks, we're like, what? We wish it was ten bucks, you know. So most of the time we 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 just end up laughing at the at the uh, at what you guys think is expensive. So I think, as I said, I think at the end of the day, it's all about um, cost of living in, in in each country, and I I think the cost of living and and the the salary at the end of the day in the UK is probably a little bit higher. I'm not sure. Well, I can see that. Mm. So I think, I think it works its, itself out like that. I'm not sure. Anyways, next. Yeah. Yeah. Next one, Mark. <laughs> next. Next. Are there any voicemails this week? <laughs> no, there are none. Wow. Not even right. a, a really hard-to-hear one from Bad76. <laughs> Too bad. What is up, Torgo and Savory and Martin? I need to start by saying nice job at E3, guys. I have spoke at large conferences in my line of work, so I know how intimidating those things can be. Damn right. Nerds everywhere. I have <laughs> finally started to have time to get caught up with your shows, and after E3, I have some questions I want to hear your opinion on. Number one... Why is it that all of the game sites, 1UP, G4, and the rest of the clones have gotten so stuck on the future motion camera tech and forgot what I feel E3 is, the tangible game experience? When an extremely impressive piece of tech like the MAG experience is displayed, it gets dismissed like it's old hat, and you'll be on the shelves before Natal is even priced? I would say that this game could be the best experience ever if you have the players willing to take the field. If not, it could suck. Even iPad was not mentioned, and that will be out in a few months. I can't wait for that. My daughter about pissed her pants when I showed the trailer to her. What is the <laughs> deal with all these drones? <laughs> uh, should we just answer that one first? Yeah, I'll keep going. I mean, my take on it is that we've had a controller in our hand for the last 30 years, and anybody showing a different way to play a game, they just think is you know, the second coming of... of Peter Molyneux or whatever. So, I, I don't know. I, it, it bothers me as well that, that all this motion stuff and, you know, the Natal and whatever else has taken such, 
you know, taking all the way up to the front line, and really you're not going to see it until the middle of 2010, if that, from anybody except, for, well, of course, the Wii. But um, I don't know. It, it it bothers me as well because we saw some awesome games this year. I mean, so many that we didn't even mention them all last week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it bothers we me as well. Well, we forgot to talk I think about a few things, but yeah. My take on it is it's just the companies are like, look at this, look at this. This is the wave of the future, so this is what you need to report on. So they do. Right. And then instead of getting, uh, you know, instead of Microsoft having, you know, actual game journalists get in there and try it out, what do they do? They bring all these celebrities in, like Mm -hmm. Rick Fox and whoever else. That makes a lot of sense. Well, actually, it does, because it's not just gaming journalists at E3. There's retail outlets I mean, there's like fucking CNN is there, and this is the kind no, of stuff they're, they're going to report on. They're going to—it's it's all about—it's all about having all these celebrities come in and play it, and then they would take video of it. Look, here's Heidi Klum playing with Natal or whatever. I don't know. I don't know who. But that's that's the stuff that'll get reported in places other than the gaming sites, and that's exactly yeah, what they want. No, I just don't like it. <laughs> and I wouldn't like it if they were doing it with the Sony thing either. That's not what yeah. it's about for me. It's all about the nerds, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, you want to weigh in on this? Well, as I said, as we've said before, it's just everyone jumping on the bandwagon. So Nintendo kind of, kind of showed that hey, we can play games differently, and because Nintendo have kind of taken like seventy percent of the market, I think everyone's focused on that now. So, right, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a. I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's good in a way because it, it, it basically it means more people play games, and if more people play games, more people are buying games, and if more people are buying games, there's more jobs, right? So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's Indeed. good because there's people with jobs. Um, so if there's more ways to play games, and there's more, and and you have more accessibility to play the games, that's good as well because my wife wouldn't play games. But she plays Wii because she finds it simple and easy and she doesn't have to look at a controller and freak out when there's like 15 buttons on the controller. She's got a Wii and all, <laughs> all, I, all she has to do is, is swing it around. Um, and then throw it at your head. Yeah. So <laughs> I think in a way that's good. Um, but because we're, 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 we're I, guess, I guess we would call ourselves hardcore gamers. So when we see this, this is like... Um, I don't know. This is to us. This is um, something where we 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 feel threatened when we see this because this is not what we're used to. That's that, that's how I see it. We 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 us general people who play games every day just feel threatened by stuff like this because it's it's something that what we're not used to. Because like Glenn said, for like for the past thirty years we've been playing games with like controllers or joysticks or whatever, and now there's something completely new and we're like taken back yeah. by it. See, but for me, so, I'm not really intimidated by it or anything like that. It's it's the simple fact, I think out of the three technologies, the Wii, the Natal, or the Sony stuff, I think the one I would want to use the least is the Microsoft one because I want to have something tangible in my hand. I've seen and played, or at least tried to play, camera games where mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to bump this away or bump that away and, and whatnot, and it, it's just you're still... There's no point of view a lot of times because you're you're still looking at a two-dimensional screen. And to me, I think that's just clunky. 
at least the Sony and the, and the Wiimote, you've got something tangible in your hand that you can swing around and you mm. have a button or, or whatnot. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really hard to explain, but I looked at the, at the Natal thing and I just said, I don't see myself ever using that. I, I mean, I've seen games like that even on the PS2 with the camera and I hated them. Yeah. I agree with you, but you got to remember too that this is going to be far above and beyond any sort of like camera recognition tech that's been available for gaming before. Well, I understand that, but at the same time, it's still the same basic principle. You're still going to be interacting with thing, things on the screen by just grabbing at thin air and trying to sync up with what you're seeing on the TV. That's where I have a problem True. with it. Well, we can How do we get, get on this, this again? Fixed. I think we all just should watch Minority Report so we can get a feel for it. Yeah. So I think Damn, well, right. I mean, even them showing we'll all be fine. how you go through the NXE with that, I, went, I looked at it and said, there's no way I'm doing that. I mean, I might do it once no. to show my friends, but there's no way I'm doing that. I'm grabbing the controller and I'm using the buttons on the controller. It's probably yeah. faster with the controller as well, right? Oh, I, I can almost guarantee it. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, but I, as I said, though, this isn't, I don't think this is aimed for us. This is aimed for... As they've said, this is aimed for people who who don't like video games and don't like the, to pick up a controller. This is like for my mom, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't see my, my parents ever doing that either, though. Control, so you know. So yeah. if my mom can just stand there and just like move her arms around and like, get something done, I think she'd be a lot more happier than me giving her a, a remote control with I don't know <laughs> fifteen. 36 buttons on it or whatever 36 my, buttons my mom's, my, my mom's scared no I mean like a TV remote control my mom's scared if I, if I give her a TV remote control because she thinks she's going to break it oh, what have I done like she presses a button and, and something she presses the wrong button and it goes like it goes off the channel or whatever she, she freaks out thinking that she's broken it so mm. I think if this is a dumbed down version of, of a remote control where it, I mean just simple movements equate to simple um, visual uh, changes on screen I think that'll be okay but as I said this is not aimed for us this is aimed for for people um, who just don't play games well if it's not aimed for us why are they showing racing games etc but whatever alright number two Mark we've we've talked about this long enough (sighs) no kidding how do we get on that again alright did you see any glimpse that Sony's marketing department will wake up and show (laughs) what the system can do it still kills me to see how the death box is marketed like is the next coming, and Sony just seems confused. The PS3 lineup is so strong and is getting no love. Uh, let's finish the rest of this. Well, that's all I need to get back to work. Wait, that's all I need. Does that make sense? That's Well, that's all I no, need to get back to work so I can afford all the pre-orders I have. Okay, now it makes sense. And for everyone else, if this gets read, by Infamous. This is a friggin' outstanding game that is completely enjoyable and worth the money. Keep up the good fight, guys. Remus has left the building. Uh, we got out. I think we got some hints from some insiders that yeah. Sony's marketing is waking up a little bit, but I don't think there's much we can actually talk about. Uh, no, I don't think we can talk about any of it, to be honest. No. I, I will say that if we don't see a huge push between, be, behind um, Uncharted 2, I think I'm going to lose a little bit of faith. Because Uncharted 2, in my opinion, is going to sell systems. If it's marketed correctly. Yeah. It is that good. I agree. And then by Infamous, yeah, I agree. It's an awesome game. Yes. They really do need to pimp the hell out of Uncharted 2 because it is quite possibly oh the most God. impressive looking video game ever. Uh, it's ever. the most impressive game I've ever seen, even on 
PC, etc. I'm serious. I was knocked off my feet when I saw it. So I, yeah. Oh, and apparently I started a nerd war on Facebook. Um, you did? Because I posted about prototype. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'm feeling it yet, blah, blah, blah. So uh, this guy, Hector, who's one of our listeners, <laughs> responded to me on Facebook. And then there's a response to him. Uh, prototype has the unfortunate timing of coming out right behind one of the best PS3 exclusives, Infamous. But hey, 360 owners need to play something until Natal comes out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about Alan Hill? Yeah, Alan, well, that comes out in 2010. So then uh, yeah. our buddy Aaron Hilden. <laughs> oh, no. From uh, Drunken Gamers Radio. Uh, very short and succinct uh, answer to his question. I'm sorry, Hector, but what? <laughs> Nerd war! Yeah. All right. Well, we uh, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we'll hit the reviews, etc., etc., etc. All right, mic check, check, one, two. All right, sweet. Yeah, we're set. Got my beer, got my Doritos, check my perks here. Yeah, yeah, sweet. I'm going to kill me some terrorists. Ain't never going to know what hit him. That's right, bitches. I'm coming for you. Get ready to reap the whirlwind. Game, set, match, motherfucker. Get ready. There's no stopping. Hey, hon, can you help me carry in the groceries? Son of a bitch. Every damn GamersOnlyOlder.com Because carrying the groceries is not an achievement. Welcome to the Gamers of VG Evo Network Podcast Affiliate. Okay, we are back. Martin's still on the moon, Mark's got a new drink, and uh, I'm drinking water for some reason. So, (laughs) I forgot to go get a drink. Um, First off, Mark is going to give us a... uh, Nice, quick, and succinct review of Sacred 2 Fallen Angel for the PS3. Yeah. You know, we got some kind (laughs) of crappy games to review this week. (laughs) Yeah, I watched you play this, too, and I was like, you were kind of into it for a while. I'm like, really? I'm going to say right now, like, I haven't heard your review of Secret Agent Clank yet, but I'm going to say Sacred 2 is the best of the bunch we're reviewing this week. Because at its core, it is... It's a pretty decent loot grind. You know, it's it's your... I don't want to say... It's, well, essentially a Diablo clone, but plays more like Champions of Norath, Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, or um, what was that? Titan Quest on PC? Yeah. So you have, like, the overhead view. Yeah, it's, it's not a terrible game. It's not... I wouldn't even necessarily say it's a bad game, but I just think it's very average... And if you like loot, gu- loot grind type of games like this, I mean, basically, it's just running around killing stuff to get better equipment. And you can do it co-op or online. And if you like that kind of game, it's worth checking out. The thing is, it's got flaws, and you have to dig through those flaws or get used to them in order to enjoy the game. And if I wasn't at a point now where I have so many games to play and so many games coming on the horizon, I probably would have hung on to this to play it longer. But the fact is, I didn't play it very long. I didn't really give it a fair shake either. So if you're a huge fan of the game, you're probably going to be mad at me. But I'm not saying it's bad. It's worth checking out. I'd say give it a rental if you're in that that type of game and see if you can live with it. I mean, what the flaws we saw, like the screen tearing and the story scenes was abysmal. 
It was right. just absolutely horrible. Agreed. The regular part of the game played better. It didn't have nearly as much screen tearing. Um, the graphics weren't bad. When you zoomed in, they actually looked pretty good. But when you played co-op on the same system, it used the completely zoomed out camera. So it was actually really hard to see stuff. And all that nice graphic fidelity was lost. So <laughs> it actually didn't look much better than, you know, like Champions of Norath on PS2 at that point. Um, the other thing is the menu system. Good God, is yeah. that a horribly unintuitive and cumbersome menu? Well, also, they can get killed while you're ridiculous. in menus. Yeah, stuff. I mean, that's not that's not that strange for this type of game. But yeah, you can be attacked while you're in your menus. I think the worst thing was trying to get somebody in on same system co-op, and we're sitting there trying to figure out how to load them in because they actually have to like create their character after you start up your own game. So I'm sitting there getting wailed on by a bandit while Francois like is making his character and then finally he gets in and then we we got to play around and like it's just like really like we had to make a character at the title screen but you can't load that up with another one so I it just it's not bad it really isn't the map is probably one of the biggest in-game maps I have ever seen in a video game I cannot (laughs) believe how much ground there is to cover in this thing which means there's yeah. probably a hell of a lot of good loot. And it's got online. I never did try it. So if somebody wants to you know, leave a comment about how good that is, feel free. Uh, but yeah, it, it, just, it was average. It was just average to me. So there you go. If it ever drops in price drastically, I'll probably pick it up. The developer said they're going to actually patch in a lot of the stuff that's missing from it, like being able to trade your items when you're playing co-op. So right. hopefully they do get around to that. Otherwise, I'm just going to pass for now. And like the the sad fact is there are better loot grinds out there that like per- I personally haven't played. Hell, I've never even played through the original Diablo 2. And Diablo 3 is going to be coming out sometime in the future. So I don't know. I, I can't wholly recommend this, but if you're into that type of game, try it out. All right. Well, it's that time, kids. We haven't had one of these for a few weeks. But somebody had the balls to to send in a, a written review. So here we I go. I am <laughs> Francois Dugrim, and I will get medieval on your derriere. <laughs> That's never going to get old. Uh, I think this was from Tamarcus, and uh, he sent in a review of Cross Edge. Hey, Mark and Glenn. It is I, Francois, here with another text-to-Francois review of Cross Edge, courtesy of Tumarcus. But before we review, remember kids, Blaze Blue, June 30th, nice special edition coming out, King of Fighters 12, July 7th, and here we go. Well, Glenn and Mark, here's that review for Cross Edge that I promised you guys. Quote, Cross Edge is an unprecedented collaboration between five major game publishers from Japan. Nipponichi Software, Capcom, Namco Bandai, Gust, and Idea Factory have joined forces to create a strategy RPG unlike any other. Cross Edge features characters and storylines from many popular franchises including Darkstalkers, Disgaea, Mana, Chemia, and Spectral Souls. Cross Edge is action-packed with memorable characters, amazing items, and over-the-top battles to deliver a once-in-a-lifetime gaming experience. End quotes. 
http colon forward slash forward slash ps3 dot ign dot com forward slash objects forward slash one four two forward slash one four two five two five four three dot html based off what ign said i will chirp in with my own thoughts on the game the basis of cross edge is that five worlds have come together you start off with the characters of york and Miko, who find a character, May, who says that she was waiting for you and explains more of the game. There is a large cast of characters, which is great, but it causes you to overlook many good characters. Also, some events call for the use of certain characters, and this will make you realize that outside of your main group, it is very difficult to keep a good balance. There are party points, which can be used to upgrade stats. You get these points by leveling up and fighting bosses, obtaining titles, etc. My biggest problem with this system is that the points each character gets by leveling are theirs only, but the points for the other events are up for grabs, which leads to more stat imbalances. If I have 88 party points, and I use them to power up on character stats, then they are used and everyone else only has the points from leveling. Cross Edge has a semi-complex battle system that when mastered, becomes quick and easy. However, there is a good deal of clutter so it's not the most newbie-friendly game. Also, there's a good deal of lag at the start of the battles that paired with framerate lag makes you wonder why there's such a large install. The combat system will take too long to explain in detail, so here's a simplified explanation. Battles take place on a 3x4 grid, and you place characters accordingly. Enemies are set up in a similar fashion. You have a certain amount of AP and time. The AP is what determines how many attacks you can do, as all attacks have an AP cost. The time is just how much time in between attacks you have to keep a chain going. Also, you have an EX gauge that allows you to use an EX attack. The EX attacks are more powerful than regular attacks, but they also use three times more AP. There are different types of breaks you can do to cause more damage as well. Also, if you do a certain amount of damage past taking an opponent's health to zero, then you cause an overkill. Killing enemies by overkilling them causes them to drop rare items that are important with augmenting your weapons and with synthesis. Also, as a bit of advice, it is near impossible to play the game by just going the all-out assault route. I tried this for a while, and it would take too many hours of grinding. The game is mainly going around using a search function to find souls that are scattered amongst the map. Searching does get tedious, also you have to go back to older zones to find all the souls in the game. Souls give you items, initiate side events, or main story events. Although this may not be a good thing for all, I really love the fact that the game takes place on an overworld map. This may just be due to the fact that I am a huge Final Fantasy nerd. Anyway, you have a little hexagon that changes from blue to red. When it turns red, you initiate a battle. Also, searching will speed up the process. After each fight, you health and status return to fill. Unless you are killed in a battle, then you have to use a revive item in a battle or do it in one of the huts. The huts are what you enter to buy and sell items, synthesize weapons, armor, and items, upgrade weapons and armor, and revive your fallen party members. The synthesis system is decent, but if you want a platinum, have fun grinding endlessly for all the materials that you need to make every item. Synthesis plans can be bought or found using the search function, performing an event, or in a dungeon. The upgrade system is very simple. You use TP, which is gained by fighting battles and getting titles. 
After fully upgrading an item, you can turn it into a material for synthesis or an item to put in an armor or accessory slot. The resurrection system is not good, but after a while you can get so much money, buying items and reviving in battle is easier than forking over the exorbitant amount of money that resing can cost as you level up. If I recall right, it is your level times either 100 or 1000 gold. Titles work like the titles in Fantasy Star Portable, except they take a ton of time to get. Alternate costumes for the characters are also available. They are acquired by finding mass amounts of souls. The costumes change the character's stats as well as change the female character's look in the cutscenes. The costume change is done in a way to make jaws drop. Well, if you're an Asian businessman in a suit, for the men, the costumes do not change their appearance, so there's no worries about suggestive costume change cutscenes. The characters in the cutscenes look sharp and crisp. The voice acting is a bit awkward because of how the conversations all sound fragmented. The biggest graphical upset is the fact that the character sprites look so low resolution. Disgaea 3, anyone? Also, sometimes after dying, when I try to load up my save, I get an error and have to turn off the game, turn it back on, then load up. This is pretty damn annoying. So far, I've put about 50 hours into Cross Edge and I look forward to many more. I think the game is a ton of fun. It has its shortcomings, but I feel that other reviews shouldn't keep you from buying the game or at the very least giving it a rental. I would have to say this game receives a 7 out of 10, actually 7.5 because of the inclusion of Prinny. He has to be one of the best video game characters EVER! I mean honestly, a demon penguin that can't put a foot in his mouth, has the best walk animation in all of Cross Edge, can die many, many, many times, and that complains about equal rights for workers. So go play this game now, dude! Love, to Marcus on PSN and VGEVO. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Francois. And to Marcus. And to Marcus. <laughs> That was a better you, review than I could ever the, give the uh, game. The URL. That was funny. That was, <laughs> I was just getting into the music. <sighs> that, was, that was some nice music. So, Mark, you've been playing this as well. Uh, so, so we figured you'd put in some of your thoughts uh, on the game. Yeah. I'll give my counterpoint because I definitely would not give this a 7.5. I ass point. did not. Yeah, my counter ass point. I was <laughs> not very pleased with this game at all. I kind of thought it was a pile of crap. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, IGN gave it like a 3.5. I don't think it was that bad. I'd say it was somewhere in between. And honestly, I didn't put that much time in it because I didn't like it. And then I realized like, holy shit, I could be playing infamous or I could be playing devil summoner two or class of heroes, which I need to review. So I yeah. sent it back to Gamefly. I, See, it's I not a, a visuals a more a, than you he has did. Got a bad taste though, right? Cause he's playing <laughs> Xbox 360 at E3, right? That's right. Playing wet on 360, yeah. We busted them. <laughs> yeah. You know, th- my biggest problem with it, or actually one of my biggest problems, is that I don't see why this is on PS3. There's nothing there that takes advantage of the system. And like he said, it gets stuttery in the battle scenes after you do the install. It doesn't even make sense. I mean, there's so little animation. The 3D graphics are so rudimentary. The sprites look pretty good, but they would have looked just as good on like the PS2, PSP, or hell, even the Wii. Yeah, I don't know. I I think this game has a very very specific audience, and I'm not going to knock it for people who are into that because obviously he is. But like, if you're a fan of all the games that come together 
to hear that they grab characters from that come together in this game, you might get a lot more out of it. But like I knew Darkstalkers and I knew Disgaea. I didn't know who the hell any of the other characters were. So that just kind of confused me. And then I'm sitting through dialogue scenes with these characters and some of the writing was actually pretty good. I was surprised the voice acting actually wasn't even that bad in English. No. Um, and, you know, I got some chuckles out of it, especially like some of the crap Morgan was saying, but uh, oh, yeah. there wasn't enough to keep me going. The The battle system, like you said, it like it's fast paced and I actually found it kind of interesting. And I think if I stuck with the game, that would probably be the one thing that I enjoyed the most was like how fast paced it is and how you have to chain all this stuff together. But it, it just wasn't enough to wade through the other stuff. And like you said, the map screen is basically wandering around searching for souls and whatever. So, I don't know. This you definitely need to rent first. If you're desperate for an RPG, don't just blindly go out and buy this. Because this is no Final Fantasy or even Shin Megami Tensei or anything like that. No, I agree there. Yeah, and I don't want to be like super negative on it, but man, I just was not feeling this game at all. And I love NIS, but... Ugh. Yeah, there's better games out there. (laughs) That's been my theme this episode. There's better games out there. (laughs) (laughs) On the moon. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, the moon has all the good games. What was that, Martin? He's going to kill us. Oh, no. He said just a second. My wife's shouting at me. Wait. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we get him in trouble again? Did Klonoa find the door to Phantom Isle? Well, while he's getting yelled at, I'll do my really quick review of uh, Secret Agent Clank for the PS2. Uh, Sony sent this to us uh, like right before we left for E3, actually. And uh, I, I finally popped it in today. And the problem is, it was a pretty low-rated game on the PSP. A lot of people said it just didn't really have the same feel that a Ratchet game would have. Um, and they're kind of right. Uh, I was playing it on the PS2 today. Uh, the widescreen support, it actually supports widescreen, but it just didn't feel right. It was like the camera was a little bit too close. The other problem is the camera is terrible. Um, you're yeah. always battling the camera. The gameplay just seemed really rudimentary. It just didn't really have a good feel to it. I played about two hours of it, and I, I was literally just bored with it when I got done. Um, and the voice acting is pretty decent. The story's okay, I guess. Um... It looks like Ratchet's being set up or something, and and so you know you're, you're Clank, and you've got like this bow tie uh, boomerang that you can shoot out, and and like this ink pen to uh, to block out laser beams and that kind of crap. But it, it's more of a sneaking game than anything else, which I can't believe people would play that on the PSP. To be honest, um, hmm. it just didn't do it for me at all. I, unfortunately, I, I'm a big fan of the Ratchet series, but. I can't really recommend this to anyone, unfortunately. Uh, I think it's like a $20 game. Um, but it, it's just... It just didn't have any... It didn't have any life to it, you know? I don't know how else to describe mm. it. So, yeah. That, that makes pass. sense. Yeah. Man. Well, next week, I'll be back with some reviews of games that I should have been playing. Uh, Devil Summoner <laughs> 2, finally. And Class of Heroes, which Atlas was nice enough to send us, and which also came out this week. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure ah. it came out this week. Um, I feel I actually feel terrible because I realized, like, holy shit, I should have had these reviews done and up already. 
but I don't. Yeah, so should. my sincere apologies to Atlas, and I will get. I'll be playing those pretty much the rest of the week as I try to squeeze in the rest of my scrub sport matches. <laughs> Dude, I have I have eight matches to play for scrub sport this week. Yeah, and people were like asking me if you were around, and I'm like, I'm not a secretary. I don't know. Seriously? Do oh my god! No, I, I I sent PMs to everybody. I have to fight this week, so. Yeah. I just feel bad because I missed all my matches last week for E3, and then they upped wow. the PS3 League to th- three matches a week now, and then I, oh I had a buy last week, so I had one extra one. But yeah, that's four people on 360, four people on PS3. <laughs> well, it's not like people didn't know you were going to E3, though. I mean, what are you going to do? Exactly. I told, I told them to, and I was hoping to get on this weekend, but I was just so beat, and I had so much shit yeah. to do that just didn't happen. <laughs> We were piles. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even make it yeah, home I didn't. like Monday night, something like that. Yeah. I didn't even want to touch a video game when we got back. Me neither. <laughs> That's the funny thing. I'm the same way where I was like, ah, I got my PSP here, but uh, I played so many games the last few days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, let's take our, uh, our second break here. When we get back, we'll talk to Martin about some E3 stuff. Uh, that maybe you and I didn't cover, which I know there's some stuff we didn't. Uh, And then we'll talk about what we've been playing, and uh, we'll get the hell out of here. Okay, guys, here we go. Hello, my name is Chris Ferriccio from Interactive Distractions, and I'm here with Jeff Chorney. Jeff? Damn mute button! Every week! Fuck, man! Dude, dude, are you playing something? We're we're doing the ad spot. One one second, Chris, one second. Okay. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. Okay, let's try this again. Hello, my name is Chris Ferriccio from Interactive Distractions, and I'm here with Jeff Chorney. Word up. And Jason A. Stryker. Wait, what are we doing? Oh, fuck this. Jason, we're doing that uh, ad spot, remember? Yeah, the one that you helped write? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. See, I, I thought we'd just, like, practice or something. Um, All right, Chris, <clears throat> ready to go. Chris? Man, we can't even stay focused for an ad. How the hell do we actually get through a podcast? <laughs> Seriously? And we got nominated for a podcast award? Well, they they kind of had low standards. Interactive Distractions. So many games, so little time. Interactive Distractions is a proud member of the BG Evo Podcast Network. Okay, we are back. And uh, Martin's getting yelled at, so we uh, we have to punch through this a little bit. Um, <laughs> luckily, we can't hear her this time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I know that, you know, Mark and I, we talked for about three hours last week or a few days ago about E3 and no there's more. a lot of things we didn't cover still. Oh man. But, uh, I know Martin had a few thoughts on some things and we wanted to cover that with him. Uh, so that, that's, you know, not the only reason we wanted to have you on this week, but, uh, I know that's something that we wanted to cover. So, uh, what did we miss Martin? What did you want to talk about? What, what were your picks of the show? What were the, uh, disappointments you had, et cetera, et cetera. My picks of the show, wow. It's a tough call to make because there were so many good games there. Agreed. Um, well, I keep I keep thinking about um, Blur. And you guys, yeah. like last last week, you guys seemed to love it. And I, I kept thinking about it. And then I watched the video of, uh, of you and Mark playing it. And I still don't get it. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. I, I think it was a lot of promise for me. I mean... It, uh, yeah, I know it was early and all, but it, it the control is just it felt really 
light and weak and I don't know. Well, it's just well, I'll give you like that, a, but it didn't seem like a, a bizarre creations game. It felt oh, like yeah. I don't know. It was rushed. It just didn't. It didn't wow me like the other games, like Project Gotham and and uh, and the yeah, Metropolis Street Racer on the on the Dreamcast. It didn't grab me like that. It just felt really light and unresponsive. And um, see, to, to, to me, though, visually, with that game, it seems like a grown-up kart racer. And then I went and played uh, Split Second. Yeah. And I was like, wow, there's no contest here. Split, I mean, Split Second play, played really well. The car had weight to it. Right. Um, and, and then the, the uh, destructible environments uh, triggering the, the, the environment explosions and... I was like, wow, this is like a million times better than Blair. I thought Blair was a joke, to be honest. Which, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry for any of the bizarre guys who may be listening, but yeah, go back to the drawing board and uh, and, and look at look at it. I don't know. It's, hmm. It just didn't feel right at all. It felt really light and loose. So, <laughs> I don't know. And, and the tracks were really uninspiring, or the track that they showed was really uninspiring. It was really bland and... Gray Actually, and the, ugly looking. The track that Mark no. and I played, I thought was kind of eh, but there was a track after that where it was like out in the country. I thought that was a lot better. Mm, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe they 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 showed split second because I mean that's the only course that they've actually shown to the media, right? Because they haven't got anything else, and I guess they've worked on that for a long time and to try and perfect it. But from what I played, I was really impressed. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So the Climax guys, or sorry, the Black Rock Studio guys, yeah, they're doing really well. Big, big props to you guys for pulling that off. Um, big ups. Secondly, Wipeout, Wipeout Fury. Uh, I don't oh know if you God. guys saw the, the screenshots that were released today. Oh, yeah. I oh, watched yeah. you playing it for a while there. Yeah, I need to change my pants, man. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> I can't believe that how look that much, much better. improved it. <laughs> Seriously. No, I don't get it. It's a, it's just a patch, and but the patches made the game look better. So yeah, the the new skins, the new liveries, the uh, the new tracks, they look awesome. Uh, I know that yep. they're they're like rehashes from uh, Fusion and Pulse uh, on the PSP, but that's okay. Doesn't make any difference. It's, it's still good. And then you've got new modes as well. Um, I can't quite remember what the modes were, but there's there's new modes in there where you can be racing against. Uh, like the the opponents on the track, and you can spin round and like like start yeah. driving towards them and Go start the taking them out with the with the Gatlin gun and then spin back around and then carry back on again, carry on again. It's awesome. Well, it's, it's really cool. That was that was my comment when we were talking to those guys about uh, oh, so I get to be the internet asshole that that's in the racing game going in the opposite direction, but it's actually built into yeah. the game for a change. It's built in, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there there was another it's mode that they were talking about where it was like zones, but yeah, you had to get a certain distance in zones or up to a certain level, and then it would activate weapons. I want to say, but I can't remember exactly what they were saying about it. Well, the zones you you were racing with other uh, other other opponents as well, which I don't right. recall in Wipeout. I thought I thought it was just you, and you just raced against the zone until you got faster and faster. But now you're racing against a full field of other opponents. Right, so it makes it a lot more interesting, um, and yeah, and there's like goals and the goals you've got to get to. Uh, but no, it was awesome. So I was really looking forward to wipe out, wipe out fury. Uh, what else was there? 
um, I got a little bit of hands-on with um, with Ghostbusters, and I crashed it about ten times, and the guy got kind of pissed <laughs> off with me and asked me to leave. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he said, "Put Jeez. it down. You, you, you've you've done enough damage." And I was like, "It's not my fault. That you've you put a game on the sh- on the show floor, which is kind of broken." But I enjoyed wow. what I played, even though it, I, I kept breaking it. But uh, wow. I wasn't doing it on purpose. I just wanted to play it, and yeah, it just kept falling over for some reason. I'm not sure. But anyway, I really enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I mean, visually, it looks stunning. So, I mean, it's a game I'm yeah. definitely going to pick up. Um, I mean, Boston makes me feel good, so it's, uh, it's, <laughs> I, will, I will pick up. Sorry, I needed to uh, throw that in there. But yeah, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, what else was there? What else? There was so much stuff, you know. I know. You know when you get, you, you're there and there's, there's so much stuff being thrown at you, you, you kind of forget and then like 10 minutes later you'll remember and go, oh, why didn't I talk about that? <laughs> <sighs> Christ. What, what, what else? I know that you, you kind of took the piss out of me last week for uh, liking Dirt 2, but that was awesome. <laughs> Oh no, it was good as well. It's just that you really liked it. Yeah, (laughs) I was just like because I got no, I got I was only pissy because I got no time with Overlord Two after that because they had to close down the show. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. But you got there's a demo on uh, on PSN now, right? So you can play that. Yep, I did. So yeah, have you played it? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. So no problem. What else was that? I'm trying to trying to think. Um, just going through my videos that I've got on YouTube. Um, trying to remember if there's anything that you didn't talk about last week that I either captured or played. But hmm. Hmm. Oh, Pixel Junk Shooter. Didn't oh actually play it, but I watched Mark play it, and that's something. Oh yeah. I definitely need to pick up. Uh, Shatter, which we you spoke about last week, again. And yeah, thank you, thank you for that video too. Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, the Sarah, Sarah Palin game, Bayonetta. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin you know, it for me, it, right? You, gotta, you, you, you wanna nail it? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean that's um, Devil May Cry, but sexy and. I, it yeah, plays it's, it's better for sexy. me than Devil May Cry, though. It, it's a lot more accessible, in my opinion, for the controls. Agreed. Than Devil oh, May Cry. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. But what I'm saying is, it's for for people who obviously they've never played it before. It's similar to Devil May Cry, but it's I think it's a lot more accessible because yeah. Yeah. on the loading screen. I mean, this is not just one thing, but on the loading screen, as uh, just before you enter the first level, it starts showing you a, 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 a list of moves. And you can right, unless you, and you can do the moves them. while it's loading. So like it'll give you a bunch of uh, button prompts to do, and you can you can follow it. And yeah, you can get the button uh, the buttons down and the combinations down before you actually get in the game. So you don't actually go in the game blind of like, oh, what do I do? What buttons do what? So that's cool. Instead of just giving you a static screen and saying this does this, it's a, it's a full uh, interactive screen. So that that was cool. <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> Um and the, yeah the, done like the PSP Hazard. Go I was really impressed played Little Big Planet and I was like oh my god they fit the whole PS3 game in to a PSP yeah. I mean obviously minus the, the the physics I don't think it's physics uh, physics based anymore because the jumping was 
I, th- I felt the jumping was a lot more. Um, it was it was a lot easier to do. It, you you didn't miss jumps, you know, because of of the physics. I, I know that was a well, complaint it, by some people. It's still got physics, but, but not as much as the PS3 version. Yeah, it, it just hasn't got as much. But obviously, you wouldn't expect it to on the PSP. But yeah, a little big planet on the PSP was a wow. Uh, amazed that they put so much into that. Then Gran Turismo. Uh, the 60 frames a second uh, was, yeah. is, is gorgeous. And the, the actual machine itself, I thought, when I first saw it, I was like, ooh, it's a bit small. But it it fit in my hands so well. In your small, dainty um, hands? In my small, hmm. yeah, manicured hands, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, I, was really, I was really impressed with it, and it, it's, uh, it's day one for me. Even though, for some reason, it gets released in, the, in Europe and the States before Japan, which is kind of weird. That is not sure weird. why that is. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I've been playing Uncharted 2, and I'm getting my ass kicked over and over and over again. Yes. Is, we'll are you having the same problems? More. I'm not saying it's a problem. No, but I've, you, I've actually yeah. been doing really well in that. I haven't even played it yet. Jeez. Right. No, you, no, you I've you been doing do, really well. It's, 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 it's awesome. Oh, I will. But yeah, I've just had like zero game time in the last three days, four days, five yeah. days. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I haven't had much time to play games. Um, I'm been trying to find a job. That's my game. At the yeah. moment. Find a job and keep my marriage. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good job. It's a good game to play. Torgo, did you already trade in trying to get a job? No, I've, uh, I'm being flown somewhere next week for an interview. So. Ooh, Navy SEALs. And Frontier Airlines. So I'm wondering if the entire flight crew wears like bearskin hats or something. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. must be sitting back there with chickens and stuff and pigs. <laughs> no, I'm just afraid if they give me a blanket, it'll be uh, infested with smallpox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying yeah. to get a job still. Eventually. Me too. Eventually. Yeah, it yeah. looks like I'm, I'm either gonna be, I'm gonna have to move to Tokyo because there's nothing going down in uh, Nagoya. Nagoya is dead. So, yeah, it looks like I'm going to have to move, get up and move. I just leave my family here and me going to find work in Tokyo. And you need to provide, man. It's it's all about providing, and I'm not providing at the moment, so that's probably why the wife is all wound up and she's all pissed off all the time. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Join the, join the Yakuza. There you go. Yeah, I need ta- yeah, no thanks. I need tattoos for that, and I'm not willing to get any at the moment. <laughs> Although I want Aww. some. Yeah, what a wuss. Crap. All right. Yeah. What else? What else? What well, about you guys? Did you have any? Do you, I mean, uh, do you remember anything that you didn't talk about from E3? Well, I know Wipeout was one of them, but did you have any uh, disappointments at the show? Disappointments? Well, I didn't go there with huge expectations, anyway. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of the stuff had already been leaked. Yeah. Um, that shit's got to stop. So I, I, I didn't. I wasn't really disappointed. Okay, I was disappointed with Blair because I thought Bizarre Creations would have made something better. Sorry, sorry for keep going on about it, but I've always liked their games. I've always liked their games, you know. And then playing this just uh, it was it was a downer for me. It was really it was a big down for me. So yeah, wow. I'm gonna keep going on about it. Sorry. That's Watch okay. the game will come out. It'll be like the best thing ever. It's just the build you saw sucked. Probably. <laughs> All right. No, I, I think we... I don't know, Mark, was there anything that you remembered after the fact that you wanted to talk about? Um, 
I think it was more of the stuff they didn't show. We didn't see Beyond Good or Evil 2. We didn't see Dead right. Rising 2. Right. Um, well, we, we knew that wasn't going to be there, though, because they were afraid of the chicken flu or whatever. Yeah. Like, the other stuff was just, you know, the things that I thought we would see, like, out on the show floor, like Dragon Age or Mass Effect 2, and it was all behind closed door stuff. Yeah. And, like, Marvel, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, we explained that I'm really disappointed we didn't get to see that. Yeah, thanks, Activision. Yeah. Um, and I'm mad at myself because I completely forgot to go check out Scribble Knots, which I really wanted oh, to check yeah. out. It's a, but I won't talk much about that because it's DS, and you know our PlayStation right. crowd might get rowdy. Yeah, they might <laughs> want to be called DS Nation next, right? <laughs> yeah, well, might as well. I've been talking about Wii so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big DS fan, though. Well, I know one that I forgot yeah. to talk about um, that I kind of mentioned, but uh, Battlefield 1943, which is. Um, <laughs> coming uh, actually they moved it up i think it's like june 26th now um but it, it's from you know ea and it's from dice who are the ones that have been behind all the different battlefield titles over the years and basically what it is it's a remake of battlefield 1942 which was exclusive on the pc and that i played <laughs> more than people play an mmo uh but it's redone with the uh, frostbite engine from battlefield bag company uh there's three maps that come with it once all the cumulative kills online get to a certain point it'll actually open up the coral sea map and i'm sure we'll see the rest of the maps as dlc but uh, it's gonna be 15 bucks when it comes out on live arcade and on psn uh the pc version comes out in september uh because they want to tweak the controls etc etc uh but i really liked it i mean i'm a staunch battlefield 1942 player i never thought i'd be playing it on a controller but from what i played it played relatively well and i didn't try to fly a plane at all but um, if anybody's looking forward to it, wanted to know anything about it, it is really good. It looks gorgeous. Uh, they really did a nice job with the color. They added a few um, new things, just a few new structures, things like that. But pretty much, they were showing Wake Island, and the map layout was almost identical. Uh, it's just the airfield in the middle had an actual uh, hangar now where the planes all all spawn. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that game. Uh, I had to wait until Thursday to play that, but um, I got a free copy, so <laughs> I can't wait to play it. Me too. I got mine as well. Yay! Me too. Woo! I'm looking forward to it. Did you, did you get one, Mark? Yep. I'm going to fight okay. Nazis or whatever it's about. Sweet. <laughs> uh, but I mean, Battlefield yeah. was one of those games that really kind of pushed the multiplayer gaming online kind of past that certain point because i mean it did have a single player portion to it but it was all against ai people and they really weren't that good but you know you get all these people online playing and we used you know we had to use ventrilo for voice and all this other stuff and i I just really got into that game and it's actually because of penny arcade that i got into battlefield 1942 uh, because they did a bunch of comics on it and i I was like "Ah, i gotta try this game out and uh played it and actually joined my Battlefield 1942 clan out in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and uh, still still friends with all those guys today. We still have the clan together. So cool. It, it holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. Ooh, I just thought of something. I was disappointed. Life. All right. Uh, um, the new Castlevania. Konami unveiled it at their press conference, but then it was like nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And like seeing the stuff online now. Thursday. 
Yeah. It looks fucking amazing. I agree. And, and as a big Castlevania fan, I'm... Yeah, like, they might actually get a 3D one done well now. Although, I hate to admit it, I still... I, I didn't hate the 3D and 64 Castlevanias. Uh-oh. I know. You can send an email to podcast at psnation.org. Yeah, like... I don't think I would ever play the first one again because the, oh my God, the controls and the camera and everything were just fucking awful, but they got the atmosphere right, which is, I thought was really important for a Castlevania game. And I actually played that one all the way through, uh, the, the sequel they came out on N64 was actually fairly decent. They fixed a lot of the problems and you played as a werewolf. Plus you could unlock other characters to play, but the first one did like has such a bad rap that the second one, I think kind of bombed. And then the PS2 ones were okay. They weren't that great. Ah. So, yeah, I'm looking right. forward to this because as much... I love the Metroidvanias, but it's time for something new. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I saw the trailer and I was pretty psyched for it as well, so I, I, I can't wait to see what they bring. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, we forgot this completely last week, you and I, Mark, uh, or on Sunday yeah, when we did. we did this. But uh, we've... We we had a few listeners that showed up to E3 and, and to the Sony press conference because uh, thanks to the PlayStation blog, they got into both. And, of course, we only recorded uh, little snippets with two of them because we're idiots uh, since we yep. kept running into Marcus and never recorded them for some stupid reason. But uh, Sorry, dude, but at here. least you got your review on the show. <laughs> yeah, woo HTTP <laughs> colon slash. Uh, um, so the first one is from uh, our buddy Bobby goes by BV23 on PSN, and uh, here here he is. All right, so we uh, just got done with the Sony press conference, and who are we talking to? Uh, Bobby. Bobby? Yeah. How do, how do we know you, though? Uh, BV-23 on the PSN. All right. What'd you think? Loved it, man. It yeah. started with a bang, it ended with a bang. What stood out for you? God of War demo. God damn. So cinematic. Yeah. What'd you think of Uncharted 2? I got goosebumps every time I seen it. And when that it, building fell, holy yeah. crap. And the helicopter chasing you, I mean, I can't wait to get my hands on that. Yeah, and now you get to go to E3 too, huh? Yep. Nice. Yep. And then uh, play the Uncharted multiplayer demo tonight, maybe. Bastard, we don't have our PS3s here. Uh, Should have it. Before we do. Yeah, right. In our room? To bring it. We wouldn't even have internet access in our room. <laughs> So, you loving it so far? Oh, loving it. Where'd you get to sit? Did you get a decent seat or? Oh yeah, I was like five, ten rows back. Nice. Right. So I, I got some great pictures to take. Awesome. Off. Make sure you upload them. I will. All right. I definitely will. Cool. All right, and then our uh, our second encounter, uh, we've actually saw him at the blog meetup. We saw him a couple times on the floor, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I can record you. Uh, so this is uh, he's actually emailed us a few times. We hope he emails us more. Uh, this is our listener Andre Issa. Okay, we are actually in the West Hall, uh, pretty close to the ignition booth, and we ran into Andre. How's it going, man? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you guys doing? Great. So, you got to go to the E3 press conference for Sony. Right. Did you like it? Did you have fun? I was blown away, definitely. I mean, there was some stuff that we kind of had spoiled for us, like we saw the PSP go and a couple other things we already knew about, but I was blown away by some announcements like Final Fantasy XIV and... Gran Turismo Portable and Metal Gear yep. Portable. Uh, yeah. Did uh, what was like your your favorite thing? My favorite thing was probably the Uncharted opening oh sequence that they showed. Yeah, that that was blew awesome. me away. Got me like in the whole mood for the press conference. 
So, also one of the things you got to do is you get to actually come into E3, like us. We had to scrape and everything else to get in here. Right. You just get to waltz in. Uh, you seen anything good besides what you saw at the Sony presser? Um, honestly, I've been impressed with um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and I like the new um, Mario and Luigi re- remake. It's like a classic um, side-scroller. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, it's like, it looks like a lot of fun for groups and oh. friends, yeah. Yeah, we haven't been over there yet, so... Yeah, it's like that. <coughs> Awesome. All right. So, what do you what do you think? Like, a, a, if you gave a letter grade, like you're in school to Sony's press conference, what do you think? I would probably say an A A minus. I mean, I, I don't know. It's as pretty good, much as good as I could expect. Maybe if you had seen like a PS3 Slim or something, that would have like yeah, right. crazy. But I mean, I think it was awesome. It was like they did more than they needed to, definitely. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll see you again for the All rest right. of the week. But thanks a lot. I can't believe how well those iPhones worked as a recording device. No kidding. <laughs> as loud as that that show floor was, we never thought those would work. So, uh, sorry to the rest of the guys for not getting recorded. Like we said, we're idiots. Uh, we just don't mm-hmm. think of things. I'm old. I get I get lost easily. I, I forget things. You know, <laughs> where are my pants? <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, well, let's, let's uh, end as we always do. Uh, Martin, have you been playing anything since you got back? Well, I played Uncharted 2, the beta. Right. Um, yeah, and I, as I said before, I keep getting my ass kicked big time. Uh, I love it, though. It's good fun. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have one code. Shall I read it out on here? <laughs> yeah, read it out on here. We'll see who gets it first. So who gets ah, it nice. first? Yeah, nice. okay. So, I got a code. I'm going to actually scratch it off as I'm talking. So, scratchy, 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 scratchy. <laughs> Dude, scratching those things scratchy, off takes like 10 scratchy, minutes. Scratchy. Sorry? Scratching those things off is a pain in the ass. Okay, done it. Right. Scratch is done. Right, okay. So, for a lucky person who gets this code first, okay? If you enter this code and it doesn't work, it means somebody's already taken the code. So, don't start bitching. I answered the card, but it doesn't work. Yeah, did, people don't bitch like that at all. You, okay? Look at my Twitter. Right. Yeah, I put some out on Twitter as well. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I, I stole about eight or nine. So, ah. Right, okay. The code for Uncharted 2. Right. E-E-D-M. 9-8-B-T. 77BI. All right. Okay, so there's your multiplayer Uncharted code. So whoever <laughs> we're, gets we're it, such an enjoy. interactive show. Isn't it? So far, that, that, that's what I've played. Uh, I'm actually waiting for the PSN store to be updated ah, yes. today because it's, uh, it's Thursday here in Japan. <laughs> uh, There's a lot of stuff coming out <laughs> in the store this week. Yeah, yeah fucking so Gunstar Heroes. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Gunstar Heroes, the new yeah, map but, uh, or the new addition to uh, Burnout Paradise. Um, gosh, what else? There's a couple of things coming out this week. Bomberman, bitch. Mm. Bomberman, finally. We should Is replay really? that interview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. Good. Yeah, you should put that interview back out again because yeah, awesome. <laughs> I wore a Bomberman t-shirt on a plane to America. That was funny. I got a lot of stares. 
<laughs> I'm the bomber man. Can I get on your plane? <laughs> Good fun. Good times. Yeah, so I, I I haven't played much, as I said, Uncharted 2 and yeah, that that's it. I'm just waiting for right. the store to be updated because I need to uh, play some games. Yeah. Not that I have much time. <laughs> Mark, anything else from you? For what I played this week? Yeah. Yeah, I squeezed in a few things. Uh, mostly, well, I played this on the plane, too. Um, Class of Heroes for PSP. Uh, I think oh, the embargo is actually up now. But it's it's a very new take on a very old game type. It's like wizardry, like the first-person dungeon crawls where you create your whole party and then pretty much go off to the dungeon and go through it. Atlas has brought a couple other games out like this recently for DS. They had Etrian Odyssey 1 and 2, and actually like a couple months ago, um, The Dark Spire came out for DS. So it's kind of nice to see one of these games on PSP. But yeah, this is very like a very much niche market game, and it's made even more niche by the fact that it takes one of these like total old school games and puts a nice anime coat of paint on it. Like everything is anime. The whole theme is that you're like a school for adventurers because these weird tunnels have appeared all over the world. So you train and then you go through the tunnels to try to find the secrets and treasure and whatever. So, so far, like I'm still doing some of the tutorials. This game like takes forever to get into. I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's pretty tough. So I need to put a lot more time into this between now and next week before I review it. Um, like every time I, I looked need over to get... the screen, it looked like you were on the same screen for like 45 minutes. Yeah, there's a there's a <laughs> lot of tutorial stuff. Because like at this yeah. point, like I just I got bored with the tutorials and I went into the dungeon and I got hurt. So I came back out and like I used up all my magic and I made no gold when I was killing enemies. So I can't even afford to heal my characters and I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so, but I think you can make like a uh, hundred characters or something. So yeah, I can always make more. Yeah, it's it's a pretty huge game. I think to get through the entire game is is going to be a huge, huge time commitment. But I'll review that in full next week. Um like I said, I played through the Overlord 2 demo, and this was actually different than what he showed us at E3. Um, yep. And it was a, a lot of fun. So it looks better, yeah, it plays cool. better. I think, didn't I actually talk about this last week? Um, yeah. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought the writing was so, a lot better, so. Yeah, it was a lot funnier right off the bat. Uh, I think that's actually about it that I play for console games. I never even got a chance to check out the Fight Night demo. Um, oh, I've been, I loaded like a bunch of cool stuff on my wife's PSP. So she's playing fantasy star portable right now. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Like the game I picked up right when we got back was nights in the nightmare for DS. Another Atlas game. Right. And, uh, yeah. Speaking of tutorials, I think the tutorials in that are even longer than class of heroes. Cause oh my God. this game is fucking crazy though i love it it's basically like the simplest explanation is that it's a strategy rpg crossed with a shmup it's just so (laughs) weird because you basically you have your characters on the top screen and you move a cursor around called a wisp and that uh you like yeah i don't know it's so hard to explain though like you 
assign or you like grab items that make your guys attack but then when the the enemies don't attack your guys they actually spew out like bullet patterns like a shmup so you have to guide the wisp around them while still like assigning your characters to attack and like when you kill an enemy you know all these crystals and stuff fly around that you need to collect so you have to like actually move around to collect it like collecting metals on a shmup it's such a weird cool game and i'm really digging it this is a the same company that did Riviera and Igdra Union for PSP. So it's got a nice pedigree going for it, and I'm really glad I picked it up. And we tracked down like an art book because I failed to pre-order the game. But yeah, very cool. Yeah, that was... <laughs> um, yeah, we made friends with the GameStop guys too. So if you guys are listening, I'll be back in at some point, especially since I pre-ordered Fantasy Star Zero. Um. Yeah. Uh yeah, a great game. I'll probably talk about it more after I played it more, but probably won't be till a while later since I have shit I need to review next week. Indeed. I think that's about All it. Right. I'm game flying Ghostbusters, so hopefully I'll have that in like two weeks. Cool. Yeah, yeah I'll be picking that up day one. Um, yeah, me too. Well, if Once. I'm if I'm alive by then. Uh, all right. Well, me, I uh, well, like I said today, I picked up Prototype. I played about three hours. Uh, I talked about it not enough when we started. Um, been playing a ton of the Uncharted Two uh, multiplayer beta, including playing uh, co-op with Professor PlayStation and a buddy of his. The way they're doing the online co-op is really cool. Uh, the pacing is just, at least in the in the the beta part of it, the pacing is phenomenal. Uh, but it it definitely makes you play as a team. Uh, you really got to keep your eye out. Uh, the gameplay, the controls over the first game, my God, they have really tweaked things. Um, so I'm really looking forward to playing uh, not even the single player as much, uh, but also the multiplayer, uh, like the co-op now. Uh, the multiplayer itself, uh, I, I know a lot of people have made comparisons to Gears before it came out. I think it's definitely enough different than Gears is to really make it like kind of sit out on its own. Uh, especially the fact that you can climb up to to like a lot higher heights, uh, the variations in the gameplay and the different weapons really make it a lot of fun. Uh, so you know we're trying to get some more codes to give out to people. I know that there's a a bunch of people that still don't have codes. Uh, I did put a request in with Sony uh, to try to get some more to give out. So uh, keep your eye on Twitter though, because I know Jeff Keeley's giving a lot away and uh, uh, some of the Naughty Dog guys. What's that? Rothbard gave Rothbard a bunch of them away yesterday. Yep, I'll probably actually be giving. I have like a handful to give away, so I'll probably be putting those on my Twitter. Cool, um, but yeah, definitely check it out, guys. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's really well done. Um, played a little bit of uh, what the heck was it? Oh, Zen Pinball yesterday. Couldn't really get into the rhythm though, so I stopped playing. Uh, on the plane, I played a lot of uh, Pinball Hall of Fame Williams Collection. I actually. Kick some major ass in a couple tables, open up a bunch of new uh, awards, trying to get the table goals done. Um, what else was I playing on PSP? Shucks. Well, of course, then I broke down because this is one of my uh, all-time, I mean, literally all-time favorite games on PC. I broke down and bought Wolfenstein 3D on PSN. Oh, yeah. So, I actually did play a little yeah. of that. <laughs> I've been playing that, and uh, it's funny because I used to literally have that game memorized. I knew where every single thing was, and I'm not finding secrets now, and it's just pissing me off. And Yeah, but 
it, it's so I, I'm just it just cracks me up that I'm playing that game on such a high end system, um, and also because you know the Atari Jaguar version is actually really well done, and they're pretty comparable. <laughs> I threw it in today to see how how similar it looked. Um, and then also when you bought your uh, your new DS game, I I bought a used game as well. Um, here, let me oh, yeah. make sure I get the. Uh, <laughs> I want to make sure I get the title right. Um, oh, where is it? On my big stack. Uh, Eat Lead: The Return of Max Matt Hazard. <laughs> yeah. So I got a pretty damn cheap, and uh, the the you know the writing and the comedy is really good in this game. Uh, but the game's a mess. It it is it's just <laughs> a mess. The camera seems too close. The uh, control's very stiff, uh, but the you know the writing has kept me coming. So uh, we'll, we'll see if I finish it or not. But uh, <laughs> there's some really funny stuff in this. I mean, literally the writing is really good. But I can also see where some of the reviews were saying uh, they were using some of the comedy as a cop out to not make the gameplay better. And I've seen that on occasion already. And it, it is a total mess of a game, though. Uh, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Also, uh, like I said, Secret Agent Clank, and I know I'm missing something here, but uh, I haven't loaded up my 360 yet, so I haven't played Raiden Fighters Aces yet here at home. Um, and then, like I said, I'm flying out for a job interview next week, so I'm sure I'm going to be not a, on as many games for a couple of days because I'm going to make the trek down by Mark again. <laughs> you guys should have yep. sold a hostel. <laughs> no kidding. We're going to start charging you pretty soon. Uh... I know, I feel so bad. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's about it, I think. I haven't really played anything on iPhone or nothing. Um, just kind of farting around with this stuff. So, um, yeah, anything else, boys? I think we can get out of here. Yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, and check yeah, out our site, because right. we've been posting stuff. Yeah, we're posting stuff there now. We put a, a couple videos up, and you put a Scrubsport thing up. Mm-hmm. We're actually posting things. And our, oh, uh, our very first well, listener review been, is up there. Yes, it is. Uh, yep. Also, a few people uh, have been asking for an RSS feed for our blog. Uh, I emailed the guy that designed the site, and I'm just waiting to hear back from him so we can get that posted on the front page. Yeah, a lot of the technical so. stuff is still work in progress, so bear with us, because I don't know how to actually get the review under the reviews tab at the top. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can look at that. So, um, also, yeah, you know, we'll just, just a it. reminder to everybody, and please listen to this part of the, if nothing else. Um, it's still the, the site is still sitting on a temporary server. It's still sitting on on Henry's server. Uh, once he gets back, he's actually out of the country for a little bit. Once he gets back, we're going to be moving it over to our server so that it doesn't resolve to that weird domain name. Because right now, psnation.org takes you to a different uh, URL. Uh, that'll get fixed once he's back in the country, and and things should probably run a little bit faster as well. But uh, yeah, we're we're adding content to the site. I actually I had the same problem yeah. as I put a bunch of pictures from E three up, and they show up on the right side, but I can't get it to come up in the gallery section. So uh, I don't know. I'm stupid. Yeah, we're we're figuring shit out. <laughs> and go read yeah. uh, Prime Buster's review of Silent Hill Homecoming. It's pretty good. Hell yeah. So all right, well uh, let's go through the normal stuff and we'll get out of here. Uh, don't forget to check out Furious Gamer Radio over on FuriousGamer.com or on the iTunes store. It's 99 cents. It is a bargain, kids. Uh, we, we got to meet those guys and had a, had a really good time uh, hanging out with them. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at PS3Nation, all is one word. You can find us on Facebook. If you do a, a search right on Facebook, search for PS Nation Podcast. 
Uh, don't forget to review us on iTunes and on the Zoom Marketplace. I'm going to pull some of those up next week and read them on the air, I think. Uh, you can also email us at podcast at psnation.org. You can leave us a voicemail a couple different ways. You can email it to us. Uh, keep it in MP3 format and under five minutes, please. Or you can call our voicemail line. Uh, the no- normal number is 920-626-4464. Standard long-distance rates apply. Or you can leave a voicemail if you have Skype, like on your PSP 2000 or 3000 or on your iPhone. Uh, you can just t- uh, call WDT-Torgo and leave us a voicemail that way. Uh, we play them. If, if we can hear them, we can play them. Uh, other than that, check us out on VGEVO.com. That's where our forums reside and will always reside. Uh, and check out all the other podcasts over on VGEVO as well. Uh, Martin, don't get eaten by Godzilla or Mothra. No, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to apologize to uh, was it Bleak Harvest. He just, said, he just sent me a tweet saying, uh, talk about something other than cars. Uh, sorry, uh, podcast is over. <laughs> I spoke more on cars. <laughs> sorry. Oops. Oh, boy. All right. Well, Mark, you got anything else? We're going to get out of here. I think it's time to get out of here. All right. Well, next week, uh, it'll, I don't know what we're going to do for recording because I fly back into Milwaukee like really late on Tuesday night. So I don't know if we'll record at Mark's house or if we'll be separate. We'll figure it out next week. Uh, but mm-hmm. get out there, play some games, kids, and uh, have a good week. Sweet. Bye. Bye. So I went to a place to calm down. I went to my health club. Not one of those places where people pump iron, tie bow, fuck you. That is bullshit. I like to go to a place where the odds are even up. My favorite health club is the International House of Pancakes. Because no matter what you weigh, there will always be someone there who weighs 150 pounds more than you will ever weigh. It's guaranteed it's on the back of the menu. Read it sometime. They don't give you a cup of coffee. They give you a hodl of coffee. It's coffee for 15 people. Even if you're alone, they bring you a big jug of coffee, which makes me feel good because I think maybe somebody's coming and I don't know who. So I put in the milk and the sugar and I drink the whole thing and then I go, bring me some goddamn pancakes! Son of a bitch, that's too much coffee. What's the matter with you people? And you need a lot of pancakes because I got six syrups on the table. I got to use every one of them. Otherwise, why be there? Why be there? So I finished the meal and I was drinking the boysenberry. Well, I was still a little edgy from the coffee. When from behind me, a young woman of 25 uttered the dumbest thing I'd ever heard in my life. That that was until the next year when Dan Quayle was elected the vice president and things took a turn. She said, if it weren't for my horse, I wouldn't have spent that year in college. I'll repeat that. I'll repeat that because that's the kind of sentence when you hear it, your brain comes to a screeching halt. And the left-hand side of the brain looks at the right-hand side of the brain and goes, it's dark in here. And we may die. She said if it weren't for my horse, giddy-up, giddy-up, let's go, I wouldn't have spent that year in college, a degree-granting institution. Don't! Don't think about that sentence for more than three minutes or blood will shoot out your nose. The American medical profession doesn't know why we get an aneurysm. It's when a blood vessel bursts in our head for no apparent reason. There's a reason. 
You're at the mall one day and somebody over there says the dumbest thing you've ever heard and it goes in your ear. So you turn around to see if your friends heard it. Because if your friends heard it and you can talk about what the jackass said, then it'll be gone. But your friends are over here and they're pretending that they're going to buy a cellular phone. And they're not going to buy a cellular phone because they don't even understand how the rate structure works. So you turn back. You turn back to find the person who said it. Because if you ask him a question like, what the fuck are you talking about? Then it'll go away. But they're gone. And now those words are in your head. And those words don't go away. Because the way I see it, 7% of our brain functions all the time. Because 99% of everything that happened, it's the same old stuff. We get it, okay, right, move on. Get it, right. But every so often, something like that happens. If it weren't for my horse, I wouldn't have spent that year in college. And your brain goes, let's figure it out! Son of a bitch, I wonder what that's about. I wonder, was she riding the horse to school? No, she wouldn't be riding the horse to school. Maybe it was a polo pony. She had a polo pony scholarship. Maybe she sold the horse, and that's how she was betting on her. What the fuck? And then you realize that anybody who went to college would never say anything that stupid in public. And as soon as you have that thought, your eyes close, and the next morning they find you dead in your bathroom. Thank you. That was the correct length of the laugh. I don't know what happened to the rest of you. <laughs>